Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Dow of the Day. This is Martin John. I'm your host, and I am here to take you through your Dow for the day. And how do you get a Dow for the day? Do you know what your Dow is for the day? <laughs> you just pick a number between 1 and 81. I will be making an Oracle deck, so it'll be a little easier. You just got to pull a card. But until that comes out, uh, you're going to work with me to pick a number between 1 and 81. Why between 1 and 81? Well, of course, there are 81 verses in the Tao Te Ching. What is the Tao Te Ching? The Tao Te Ching is an ancient text. And, or I should say, it's an ancient text. Let's let's utilize grammar properly. <laughs> um, it's an ancient text written about 600 BCE. Now that's about the same time that they say that the Old Testament was written. So once again, it is considered an ancient text. And one of the important things about recognizing that it is an ancient text, it is one of the first texts, you know, like, I mean, writing. Uh, was around, but, uh, you know, why were we writing? We were writing things down back then because we wanted to recognize things. We wanted to write stuff down that made sense. And and so, like, these ancient texts that we have, the Old Testament, Tao Te Ching, Brahman, or, or the uh, Bhagavad Gita, and other writings uh, that were coming out of that same time, really have a lot of information on how we were living and what was being seen as coming down the pipe in terms of how we were about to live. And there was a lot of fear in how things were going to go because we were leaning in so heavily on rules and those rules were getting in the way of actual uh, people living um, fully. And, uh, and, and there was fear by a lot of people. And Lao Tzu, who wrote the Tao Te Ching, and saw that and wanted to check out and because he wanted to check out of you know living in a society that was creating rules and having leaders that weren't actually leading people he created the Tao Te Ching well he was going to leave his town and when he was going to leave his town the precepts said hey man you're like one of our best people your best citizen and you're leaving and, and that kind of sucks like can you tell us how we could uh keep keep what you do intact. Is there a way that we could do that? And the Tao Te Ching was what he wrote um, upon leaving and upon checking out of the society that in the way that it was. And so that's a big, that's a big deal. And that's a big, uh, that was a big undertaking for him. It took 81 verses and he just kind of summed up what it meant to live a reasonable life. And what it meant to live a reasonable life was how, how can I live my life without asking someone else to change how they live their life? And that's a big deal because we today often want others to change. We want things around us to change. We want laws to change so that we could live our lives. And the Tao Te Ching really helps us understand that living our life uh, is not dependent on other people, is not dependent, like being happy and fulfilled in our life right now is not dependent on others. It's, it's, it's about how we're doing what we're doing. I mean, it talks a lot about getting rid of desire. It talks a lot about getting rid of uh, impetus, it talks a lot about um, not wanting, you know, um, because wanting, like what, what, what do you if, you, if you didn't have all of this around you, right? if you didn't have anything to attain, if nobody around you caused you to think, I want that, what would you want? What do you want? If you can get rid of others, if you can get rid of what others are telling you to want, if you can get rid of what society has 
taught you to want? What is it that you want in your life? And this is, this is what, um, what the Tao really teaches. It teaches like, how can you be you right now in this moment without having, um, without having all of the, the preconceived ideas of what you think you want and what you've been trained to want? Because if you got rid of all that, then, then what is it you would actually want? You know, like uh, when I spent when I spent time in the dark retreat, you know, I'm in a room in the dark, all alone. All there is is a bathroom and a bed. Um, what what did I want for in there? Did I want money? No, oh, money's not going to help me. Um, did I want light? Well, I'm in this space and I know where everything is, so so light's not really going to help me. What did I want? It turned out I didn't want for anything, you know. Um, and when there was want and when there was desire, those those were the moments that were difficult. But when those things fell away, everything became easy because I was. And that's what I always am, right? Like I, I, I'm always that, that person that's in the dark, not, not uh, connected to um, the influences around me. So, yeah. Well, um, if you have a number between 1 and 81 you'd like to read through together, and uh, I would love to read through it uh, with you, just pick a number and I'll read you the Tao, and the Tao will tell you about what you're going through right now, and it'll, it'll, it'll help guide you to the next place that you're going in your life. Well, I'm going to go to number six, uh, just because... Uh, what the hell? Uh, that'll be my number for the day. And uh, I've been writing notes for these, and I'm currently uh, going to be working on number six. A little later today, I'm going to be pulling some audio uh, from uh, these talks that I do on Dow, and, uh, and, and, and utilizing those for an app that I'm building that's going to be called Dow of the Day. So uh, if you're interested in picking a number, definitely step up. But in the meantime, I am going to read number six. Number six is entitled The Great Feminine. Everything is born from the feminine, even heaven and earth. The feminine that births is a mother. She nourishes and supports without possessing. Despite your awareness of it, you're using it right now. So that's it. That's pretty clear and short. I like that it's short. You know, short is good, especially if it can express something big. So there, there are a couple things that come to mind. One, <coughs> this one says like, everything is born from the feminine, even heaven and earth. The feminine that births is a mother. So that uh, the, the, the reference here to mother says, well, what is a mother? She nourishes and supports without possessing. That's what a mother does. A mother nourishes and supports without possessing. She will feed a child without possessing that child. That child is still separate from her. She will allow that child to be what it is, male, female, non-gender binary, uh, you know, like it'll be whatever that child needs to be. It's birthed this child. Um, despite your awareness of it, you're using it right now. Now, that brings us to this idea of like, well, despite our, your awareness of what? Despite your awareness of the mother, 
despite your awareness of the nourishing and support that you are getting, you are using it right now. You are using the nourishing support that that which birthed you, but not just you, that which birthed all beings, right? The mother that birthed heaven and earth, birthed your mother, birthed her mother, birthed her mother, birthed her mother, and that's as far back as I'm going to go, but you get the picture. You're using that nourishing support that comes from a mother, and it doesn't possess you. And this is why you don't have to be aware of it. Oh, Inma, it has been so long, and I have missed you. <laughs> hello, hello, how are you, oh, Martin? I am very well, Inma, how are you? I'm good. I'm so glad that I managed to get you, to find you. <laughs> yes, times, it has been, you know, work. I was, I was uh, pulling an audio the other day and, uh, and in the, uh, in the audio that I was pulling from, there was a conversation that you and I had. And I was just thinking, you know, I was just holding you in my heart going, oh, Inma, mm. I hope all is well. Mm, thank you so much, Martin. Yeah. I miss your wisdom and your holding. Oh, yes. How are your children these days? They are good. I'm outside the, the school. So then, yeah, I still have 15 minutes. So it's, <laughs> oh, sorry, it's the car. No, that's Let me, okay. That's Let me okay. close the window. Yeah. yeah so so um, I, I know you're, you're, they will be coming out of school soon. No, oh, 15 minutes. Oh, perfect. Well, then we can take a number and, and talk. Yes, yes, yeah. What about seven? Number seven. So I don't know if you're aware, but, but, but I before that, how are you? How are you, Martin? Oh, I am doing wonderfully. I am doing wonderfully. I am. I am. I am happy these days. I've been uh, I've been in love, so I have someone in my life, and that's nice. Oh. And I'm going to be uh, and I'm going to be buying a home. And there's lots of things, and, oh. I'm doing, and I'm going to be. I'm and I don't know if you're aware, but I wrote my own version of the Tao Te Ching, which we're going to read today. And I'm doing ah. and I'm going to be painting watercolors for wow. each chapter, and I'm going to be making uh, an oracle deck with that. Wow, that sounds so. So amazing. there's lots of there's big projects and lots of love and lots of support and I'm and I'm really happy these days. That sounds amazing. Congratulations on everything. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's fun. You know, it's fun to have an art project. You know, something that I can do. Like I have to do 81 watercolors. This is gonna be fun. I'll do mm -hmm. some sketching and I'll and I'll plan things out, but I'll also let my intuition just take me and and it's gonna be wonderful. Brilliant. Yes. Looking forward to, to to seeing when it's out there and seeing how how we can buy it. Yes, yes. Well, those things will be all on my website, and all of it will come in time. All in time. Yes. Yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. early yeah. early next year we'll have the book, and and I'm actually um, I'm translating it not only into English, but I'm also practicing my Spanish and translating it oh. into that as well. So yeah. it's it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so number seven, I have a title yeah. for it as The Wisdom of Not Having Preference. Oh. So 
Tao is infinite. It does not grow old or tired. Because it has no preference for itself, it can always persist. The master puts herself last and always finds herself first. By being detached from preference, she can give herself to what is and find fulfillment there. Wow. I have such a smile in my face. Yeah. So, so this one's so, you know, it's like this idea, every time we have a preference, every time we choose to like something more than something else, when we don't get that, we hurt ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you want your child to get better grades, well, then it's hard to appreciate the grades they get. And Tao is infinite. It doesn't grow old or tired. Because it has no preference for itself, it can always persist. Yeah. Yeah. Once you have a preference, once you have a preference, that's when you decide to start getting old and tired. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the preference, in a way, is like the attachment, right? The attachment yes. to what we want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, at the moment, because I'm, I'm juggling things at I work at the university, and I'm kind of on the research projects and on the teaching and on the... I find that when I get to attach to, to what I think needs to happen, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So the reason why I had such a smile in my in my face is because I was just connecting with the wisdom of my heart that knows what you just read, but yeah. always for it. So just knowing that if I if I know that the Tao is guiding me, I don't have to have a preference, and I'm free, and I can just tune in and then see what do I need to, what step do I need to take now rather than let my little mind plan and then go nowhere yeah. and stress myself. Yeah. <sighs> you know, you get, we get so tired yeah. wanting things. Oh. You know, when we want something to be, you know, like if you're at the university and you want a program to do something and it doesn't, you can spend days being like, oh, oh. I wanted that, I wanted that, I wanted that. Ah, oh, it's so tiring. And yet, yeah. it's not, and so there's nothing you can do about it, and yet it can still upset us. And that's because we have preference. It's yeah. hard to not have preference, though, because our world is so full of preference. You can choose yeah. one or the other. Which one would you like? It's hard to say, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, the preferences are coming from our mind, right? So if yeah. we are in our heart, in our heart, there is no preference. There is That's just right. The moment, and 
Yeah, so connecting more with our center and our heart will allow us to navigate <laughs> these you know, crazy waters. I, I, I love that idea, like you can navigate all that. And then, you know, this next line is really, really interesting. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. The master puts herself last mm. and always finds herself first. Mm. Mm. And this is related to preference. Imagine mm. if you just told everybody, well, what do you want? Mm. And you were able to be agreeable to mm. what everybody else wants. Mm. As long as it doesn't abuse you or take advantage of you is personally. Right. You can mm. just say, oh, okay, we can, we can move forward this project in a way that you would like. Yeah. Instead yeah. of saying in the way I want it. And then, and then all of a sudden, your colleagues all want things and they get them, some of them, and they get tired for the things that they don't get. And you, mm. and you have never wasted an ounce of energy because you had no preference and you allowed yeah. other people to have what they wanted. Beautiful. Many years ago, I was, um, I was a participant in something called embodied leadership. And Wendy, our teacher, she was using Aikido yeah. to teach principles. And in Aikido, she was teaching us about leading in kind of as a community, as a circle. And then if we are leading by connecting to the circle, to the whole, then that's exactly what you are describing. You described it beautifully. And that's when I started remembering that. So I'm not like a triangle with a destination in mind. I'm a circle. And by being in a circle and holding that, then I can, yeah, not even be last or first. I'm just one with the circle. Right. And that's why, that's why it's like, the master puts herself last. It's just like mm. you, you allow all things to be. You, you don't have to have a voice here. You don't have to have an opinion or a preference. And then you look around and just like the master, find herself first. It's not like you yeah. put yourself first or you want to be and it's just like, oh, I have the extra energy. I have the ability to be okay here. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where we wrap up by being detached from preference, by not connecting mm -hmm. to a preference, she can give herself to what it is. Oh, and such a find freedom. fulfillment there. Such a freedom. Yes. Fly, I could fly. <laughs> because you're not attached. You're not yeah. grounded. You're not held down by an idea that you have to have it your way. Yeah. Oh, so that you can be with whatever is, however yeah. it comes. Sounds so amazing. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. What university are you working at? At Exeter, in the UK. Exeter. Exeter University, yeah. And do yeah. you work in the, in the, do you work in the art department or? I uh, know. Uh, I'm. I'm a psychologist <laughs> by ah, I didn't training. Know. Yeah, I'm a psychologist by training. So I'm right now. I'm undercover in the business school, 
but I'm teaching how to kind of I'm teaching self awareness, mindfulness, resilience. I'm yeah. gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to you on Instagram. I would love to see if we can build something together because I, I didn't know you were a psychologist. I think that our work would really would really benefit each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's yeah, let's let's talk. Let's talk. I, I would I would yeah. really love especially if um especially as it relates to the work that we have like just the, the conversations we have had, I think that they've been beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I would love to see what we will we will have no preference. Yes, we will have no preference and we'll just we'll just uh I, I just love to, you know, start and, and have those conversations and see yes. see what's possible. And we will just leave the Tao to guide us. Yes, and absolutely. Flow with whatever. Yeah, and that can that can be absolutely extraordinary. Absolutely, because I mean, both of us are like both of us work within the arts and philosophical, psychological sort of work. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think I think that's beautiful, and I, and and we can definitely, you know, discover something within there. Wonderful. 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 All right. Well, Thanks. you so, send so my send my you. send all of my love to your family. It's so wonderful to reconnect with you and uh and we'll be we'll be talk we'll be talking soon. And you to your beautiful beloved. She's so oh. gorgeous. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yes. And congratulations again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you for the thank you again for the gifts that you bring to all of us. Oh. It's 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 my gift, really. <laughs> so thank you. A wonderful day. Bye. Bye bye. Oh, Inma, it's so wonderful to have you. It's been great getting to know you over all of this this past year. Probably it's probably been a year since we first interacted. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to go back to number six. Now that we finished number seven, I'm going to go back to number six and we're going to look at this. I'm going to reread it. It's very short and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. And if nobody else has a number between one and 81, we'll switch over to, um, to just signing off. So, uh, the great feminine, which is number six, it's the title of number six. Everything is born from the feminine, even heaven and earth. The feminine that births is a mother. She nourishes and supports without possessing. Despite your awareness of it, you're using it right now. Nope, there we go. Uh, Carletta, is that is that right? I saw it. I don't see it at the moment. So uh, when you come on, we will. Hello. Uh oh, guest has left. Okay, um, Carletta, you dropped off. I don't know if you meant to do that. Uh, if you did, no big deal. Uh, but uh, if you wanted, you can come back up. Uh, so the great feminine, I'm gonna reread this one more time. Um, everything is born from the feminine, even heaven and earth. The feminine that births is a mother. She nourishes and supports without possessing. Despite your awareness of it, you're using it right now. Okay, Carletta is coming back. So thank you so much for that. And yes, you are here. Carletta, how are you? I am outstanding. How are you? I am doing great. Wow, outstanding in your field. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so, <laughs> how um, wonderful. I don't, uh, 
have we spoken before? I don't believe so. No, I okay, don't good. believe so. I've, I I've listened I to your talks like, and things, yes. but I've never come up on stage. <laughs> oh, well, this is great. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so this is Dao of the Day. Um, and uh, this is all about the Dao Te Ching. If you have, uh, I mean, this is one of the, this is a talk that I do regularly. So, um, and you said that you listen to some of these, so you may know uh, what this is. Do you have any questions or anything like that? First off. Well, you said that uh, the, the person picks a number between 1 and 81, and then I'm assuming you read what the number says. Is there anything yeah. more to that? And yeah, so then I'll read it, and then I'm not just going to leave you alone out there in, in your field. <laughs> what I'm going to do is, uh, what I'll do is I'll read it. I'll take some of your initial thoughts. I might add to them, and then we'll go through it line by line and just kind of discover, like, how is this, how is this chapter... Or, or this verse like resonating in your life right now because I look at these kind of like uh, an oracle deck I will be making an oracle deck out of this but um, but it, it is like when you pick a number like in our hearts because the Tao has been around so long we do know you know somewhere deep inside we know the information that we need and when you pick a number information comes to you so that you can help you know, it'll, it'll help you kind of either make decisions or take the next step. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Great. Um, I'll, I will go with 11. 11. Okay, so this one is entitled, Emptiness is Valuable. Spokes, tire, rim, and hub all make a wheel. Yet it is the space where the axle goes that makes it worthwhile. Clay is formed into a vessel. A vessel's function is to hold things. Thus, its form includes emptiness. A house can be built, but if it were solid, it would be useless. It is easy to see structure, but structure is there to expose the value of emptiness. Okay. I'm just writing this down. Yeah. Some initial thoughts. Um, well, uh, with the reading and, and the, the, uh, use the, the usage of the tire, you know, when you fill a tire, you fill it with air. It's initially empty, you know, and if it's flat, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> you know, it's right. not very useful. And yeah. for me, I would say that that can there there you know everyone goes through things and I know that there was a point in my life where I felt empty you know I was physically here and I'm operating but I was more in autopilot just you know going through the motions of daily routine like really not there and when I realized that I was just simply going through the motions and something was missing I had to make a conscious decision to change and to make things different. So this to me speaks to how things were for me maybe seven, eight years ago. And, you know, I was going through something emotional and not really knowing how to deal with it, but having my daughter and seeing that my emotions were then being reflected onto her. And that's not something I wanted to do. I didn't want her to feel that heavy negative emotion. So I had to fill myself up, meaning I had to 
take a pause, really look at myself in the mirror and fall in love with me. Because the only way that I could fill her up with love and positivity and joy and happiness and all of that was if I had, if I had it within me and me not feeling myself up with that, I would not have been able to do that. I would have just been empty and continue to operate in that emptiness. And if I had not recognized that and taken the actionable steps to fill myself up with this love and this positivity and everything I needed in order to overflow my cup to fill her cup, then we wouldn't be where we are today. <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness, she wouldn't be the vibrant, energetic, happy-go-lucky, hey, give me a hug, you know, kid that she is. And that was vital for me, like truly vital. I remember the moment vividly. And in that moment, I made that decision, like, okay, your three-year-old is sitting on your lap saying it's okay, and she's wiping your tears. Is this what you truly want her to see? Or do you want her to see something else? okay, make this decision. This is what we're going to do. And not realizing in that moment how empty I was, but understanding that I needed to do something different. So that's what that speaks, because I was talking to someone a few days ago about <laughs> about it. So the synchronicity. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's the thing, like that which we focus on, right, comes to light for us, right? And so so as you focused on that, this is how you how you can translate what you're hearing here. You know? Yes. And it is it is important also to recognize the difference between structure and emptiness as it refers to the depth. You know, like love as you express it can look like anything like it could mm -hmm. it could it could it morphs and changes all the time and it can look like all sorts of things you know love doesn't have a structure until we allow it to until we we close it off into a structure right as soon as we have a definition of what our relationship needs to look like whether it's with our daughter or, or with our lover or with our mother, or whatever. Like until we put that in some box of understanding, that could be anything. That could look like anything, yes. you know? And, and that's a beautiful thing because love is, in, in how I see this verse, love is that emptiness because we use love to move forward and it isn't yes. just structure and i would venture to say seven years ago your emptiness was because you were living in a life full of structure which was definitions of what it was to be valuable definitions of what it meant to be happy and definitions of what it meant to be hurt and definitions of what and all of those structures and at the end of this the last line of this it is easy to see structure but structure is there to expose the value of emptiness you can easily see what makes you unhappy. You can easily see what makes you happy. You can easily see a house. And yet from the outside, you might go, you might, you might see a house, but what do we use in the house? We use the emptiness inside of it. 
we don't we don't use like i mean maybe we put something on the wall but we don't we we don't exist within the wall right we exist right. and use that empty space and you know when you say an emptiness could look in a lot of different ways like you said like i was empty because the structures that you lived with the ideas of what things meant in your life those concepts were empty, they were without love. They were without all that is truly important. You know, so That's often in our world, we live under the influence of the idea that we need money, and so we will go get money, or we need a relationship, so we will go get a relationship. And here is the structure under which these things can come into my life because this is what my parents did and this is what my grandparents did and this is what I've been told by Oprah and this is what I've been told by other people. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we go out and we fill up all of that structure. But the thing is, is like you don't build a house in the void. You build a house in the space. And then you contain the space that's already there within the house. So the love has to be there before the structure. Mm -hmm. And so often in our lives, we're building structure around nothing. So we end up building a house that's solid. And we go, well, look at my house, doesn't it look good? And we're like, yeah, but I can't go inside. There is no inside there. And then we realize that we didn't understand what we were actually building this for. We're building it to expose the emptiness of love. And, and love can, can take anything. That's why love can be empty. Love can take violence. Love can take, the, you know, like, like the love that you experienced when your daughter was wiping off your tears helped you recognize what you were building a structure around. Yes. And that, wow. that's deep. And that's what I see this saying. That is profound. Everything that you said was just profound. And I absolutely agree with you. Like, oh my goodness, thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna read I this love the perspective line. you share. Thank this, you. I'm going <laughs> to read this first line and we're going we're gonna to go through this a little bit more. So spokes, tire, rim, and hub all make a wheel, yet it is the space where the axle goes that makes it worthwhile. If you had a wheel without an axle, all you have is a plate. But that plate would actually have empty space to put the things, right? Like the space mm -hmm. on top of it. And that's the thing. All of these things, the spokes, the tire, the rim, the hub, they make a wheel, sure but that wheel's not gonna move anything right? if it doesn't have that space to put the axle. And that's the emptiness. It's nothing there. And that's what's most important. This next verse, I'm, I'm assuming that you got a call, so I'm just gonna continue. Clay is formed into a vessel. A vessel's function is to hold thing, thus its form includes emptiness. The thing that's most important there is that the form of the vessel has to include emptiness. Are you back? Yes. 
Yes, yes, I'm here. I, I, I was listening the entire time. I just oh, okay. uh, my daughter has a friend visiting. <laughs> oh, okay, no problem. No problem. Um, yeah, so. Okay. So yeah, so it's a, it's a it's an important aspect. Like, no vessel is going to forget the emptiness because the vessel's function is to hold things. Yes, absolutely. And, wow. and that goes with you as well, right? Like you and your daughter, like you have to have, you have to have space in your life that your daughter can be there in your life. Very much so, absolutely. You know? and, I, and my guess is when your daughter was wiping off your tears, you had structures in between you and your daughter that didn't allow that to you know, like whatever your 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 identity, your job, your your the influences that you were living under. That is true. Yes, that, that's very that's very true. <laughs> when you can get rid of those, right? Then because you're a vessel, right? You are a vessel, mm -hmm. which means you have to include emptiness in your form. If you don't, then you're not going to be able to be utilized as a vessel. Right. And you're going to carry things for your daughter. Wow. Wow. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so the next line is a house can be built, but if it were solid, it would be useless. Mm -hmm. And that's what we talked about already. And then we wrap this up. It is easy to see structure because structures are around us everywhere. Structure is that masculine, like, look, I built this beautiful house. Look, I have this big car. Look, I have all of these things, right? That's the structure, but what's behind it? is what exposes the value, right? But structure is only there to expose the value of emptiness. It's only there to expose the value of the feminine. That's why men are here. Men are here to expose the value of women, birth, support, all of the things that, you know, are traditionally traits of, you know, like the feminine, the yielding, the deep, ability to love. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. This has been, I don't think I was ready. This is amazing. Thank you so much. I I am truly enlightened and I appreciate you doing this. And I see you all the time, so I will continue to listen. Thank you so much. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you for coming up. It's always, it's always a pleasure and I'm always honored for someone to, uh, you know, trust me um to to just help you know and, and i know this is a public thing so you know i, I really appreciate you being uh, vulnerable and being able to talk about this and being able to to look at because the Tao is a very profound text um if you connect with me um on instagram or whatnot or even just uh write me uh uh you know, on my website, which you can find on my profile, I would be happy to send over the uh, the text to this. So, yeah, um, I'm going to go right back to the great feminine. We read this a couple times. It's very short, so I'll go ahead and read it one more time. We'll wrap this up. So everything is born from the feminine. We were just talking about the feminine as being the being the, the emptiness that the structure exposes, right? even heaven and earth. And so because heaven and earth was 
born from the feminine, you are as well. That's not just your mother, that is the feminine, like the feminine, right? God is even born from the feminine, right? God, this masculine God that we understand in the, uh, you know, Roman Catholic or Christian um, faiths that we kind of carry here in the States. Um, that, that God was still born from the feminine and that that God is a structure, that masculine sort of understanding is the structure for the depth and the, 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 the bigness of what the void is. And that's within each of us. The feminine that births is a mother and because heaven and earth was birthed from it, there is this void, right? There is this Tao. So the feminine that births is a mother, that means Tao is a mother and she she nurtures and supports without possessing. She can nurture and support you and does not possess you. You can do what you want with your life. And everything that you do will be nurtured and supported by Tao. And despite your awareness of it, of that support, you're using it right now. So what are you using that support from Tao to do? Carletta, when she was hurting and considered her life empty at that moment, she was using the support of Tao to continue um, believing in this empty world of structure. And then she opened up to the world of love and then the structures began to build around them. And the Tao supported her before, and now the Tao is supporting her now in a different way. And so I'm going to call that for number six. Oh, William. William's going to join me, and then we'll wrap up. Hey, William, how are you doing, friend? man? How are good, you? Good. I am fine. I'm great. That's yeah. great. I'm good to hear I that. I love learning more about, more about this with you and and uh, gain the wisdom of the of the Tao and the techniques and, and things that you teach and the things that you read and I'd love it you know I'm having that 24-hour marathon on the 6th oh I didn't know that on the 6th oh I didn't I thought we talked about it yeah October the 6th is my birthday I'll be 60 years old but more importantly than that is my 30th year of so being recovered from alcoholism nice and and i'd love to have everybody you know come and, and share a little bit and share their stories and hear my my story and i'd love to have you come and and, and talk to them about the Tao and and how the, you can use that to have a conscious contact with with your higher power and i will i will and, i i am here to celebrate with you man like, you from, can, like from yeah, anything. I'm gonna put it in my calendar on the sixth. I got some things to do in the evening, but I'll definitely be around, man. Yeah, it'll be 24 hours. So 24 hours. From, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna midnight. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a nice conversation. It'll be fun. Yeah, from midnight to midnight, and and you know your wisdom and and what you can teach and and, and people about the Tao can help them to to have 30 years recovered also. Yes, I'm. I'm looking forward because to because it. it's, it's it's about believing in a in a higher power and a source that is is so powerful that it can help you, and that you are not the source. You are not. There is a source, but it ain't you because 
for a long time, I thought I was the source, you know, <laughs> and I tried to control everything. Now I just live life out of control. I'm not in control of nothing anymore, except yeah. doing the next right thing and, That's uh, it. That's and being it. grateful. The next most obvious thing is, is what is, is, is all we can do. Right. Right. And my so what, fallback, um, and, and, my fallback and, is, is, is a higher power is the source. It's not a drink anymore in my life. You know, when everything I feel like is, is out of my control, which is great now, but then, I mean, that's, that's where all anxiety comes from is not worrying about the future, but worrying how you're going to control the future, you know? Yeah. And I don't have that now. I don't have those problems because all I have to do is control what I do and let everybody else control what they do. And, and it's a peaceful, serene life when I practice those wisdom things that I, I learned from you and, and Mojo and everyone on here. Yeah. You know, you know, like, like so much of what, you know, like when I talk about the Tao, I talk about it as the canon of reason or it's the collection of writings, the canon. And, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, uh, and of reason, meaning like, how do we live a reasonable life? And just like you expressed, like you live a reasonable life by living your life in without needing other people to change, without right. needing other people to do something to make your life anything other than it is like right. you are you are present and you are here and that is and and this is your life and so like i'm i'm really really always always such a pleasure to chat with you do you have a number a number oh yeah okay i see well 30 30 30 years, 30 years. so this one is entitled and i think this is appropriate dow does not dominate governing in any capacity let's, let's let's maybe look at this as governing one sobriety in any capacity when led by Tao, doesn't use force to gain power every force applied will suffer equal counterforce whoa that's a good one that is. so violent however so violence however it is intended will always rebound upon oneself where armies march mm -hmm. briars grow and in their wake follows hunger and villainy. Skillful in what she does, the master achieves her goal and stops, neither forcing nor manipulating further. She knows that dominating goes counter to the Tao. And whoever opposes Tao will certainly die early. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that does, that is appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I see one because I have the I have the benefit of being able to like look at this, you know, like and, and read it, you know, and like I, I see this. There's that there's that every force applied will suffer equal counterforce. And, you know, we, we said early, like governing in any capacity, let's say governing your sobriety, we can read this through governing mm -hmm. your sobriety in any capacity will lead when led by Tao doesn't use force to gain power. You don't mm -hmm. force it. Right? Yeah. Like, cause if you forced your surrender to it, yeah, you surrender to it. Beautiful. Right. Because if you force your sobriety, how many people are just going to be, going to be out there in a week. Right. Right. You know, all yeah. those people that are trying to force it, trying to, trying to prove to everybody that they got sobriety. Right. Right. 
and you can't do it. You can't force it because you're powerless yeah. over it. You yeah. can't, you can't control it. But once you say, I have no power over it and you release it and you let the Tao, the higher power take control over it, then you don't have to take the drink. Right. Because and you know, this next it, line, this is the, this is the big one. Every force applied will suffer an equal counter force. Yep. That's your relapse. You bet it is, yeah. Yeah, you try to force it and you don't drink and you don't drink and you think, okay, I'm, I got this, I'm doing it. And that, that craving forces back at you, comes right back stronger and stronger until you are defeated. You take the drink. And then once you take a drink, and this is the thing that, you know, I've seen so much of. Once you take the drink, you can say, okay, I fucked up and get back on that shit next day. Yeah. But you don't, you know, like, and, and you don't when you're using force because you have to double down on yourself mm -hmm. and, you, and you end up hurting yourself even more because you, you use so much force to get, to keep that sobriety. It's kind of like you're, you're tightening and tightening and tightening that rubber band. And then once you let go, it just snaps. And then there's no more tightness on it, right? And and now you have to now now you are lost in the world of um, lost in that world of uh, 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 back in that world of addiction. Back right, in right. The vicious circle. The more you drink, the more you hate yourself. The more you hate yourself, the more you drink. You know. Right. And then you feel bad, and it's like what it takes to get one back in the room what it takes to get someone back into that, you know, outpatient program, what it takes to get someone to stand up again. Yeah. It takes so much because the more force you use, the more counter force is going to be applied to you when it snaps. Yeah. 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 You just, you just uh, have to let them come, come back on their own and say, you right. know, I made a mistake. And that's the one thing is that we, we don't uh, judge anybody for their, relapses their mistakes your family might go oh see you can't can't do it you just can't you failed again you tried it you failed again you tried it i know i know people we pick up a, a white poker chip uh for our first yep day sober when we joined 24 the program. hours yeah 24 hours and i i had one friend he had a bag by me a sandwich paper brown sandwich bag full of them so many that the group asking to please bring them back. They couldn't afford to keep buying them, <laughs> but we'll give him finally back. He picked up it. one and stayed sober for the rest of his life, which was 26 years before he died. Oh. You know, so all those hundreds of chips that he picked up, it was that one that worked. Yeah. You know, he'd been coming for about 10 years before he got that one chip and he dates over. Mm -hmm. And this, as this one continues, so violence, however it is intended. So violence, you know, even violence against your own addiction, even yeah. violence against yourself, however well intended, because like, you know, you might be violent with yourself because you gotta, you know, because you want to get sober and you want to like, so no matter how it's intended, you might, you know, like beat yourself up, judge yourself, all of those things, no matter how it's intended, will always rebound upon oneself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot don't, of times don't. they, they take, they take the drink and they like, well, I'm messed up now. And so they just go and try to drink themselves to death. 
and yeah. they just you know do all kinds of, of physical damage to their cells and and uh then when they get out the the emergency room and they're bruised and they're beaten and they're uh can barely move then they're at a point to say well maybe surrendering was the thing to do <laughs> yeah you know and that's interesting that we talk about surrendering because this next line is about armies yeah. you know but but when we talk about armies it's like those armies within you that are that are that are that are pushing you to drink and pushing you to escape and pushing you to do that where armies march briars grow mm-hmm. and within your body when those armies are marching and you're doing that like like it's the only thing that's going to grow is a briar. It's just going to be a field of thorns. Yeah. And in their wake follows hunger and villainy, hunger for love, hunger for all of these things. And, and because you have hunger for these things, you will do anything to get them. And even, you know, and yeah, I don't know how much we've, I don't want to put everybody in this, but you know, like stealing from your family and, and hurting the ones that you love, that's villainy. That's, that's like hunger for purpose and villainy. It is. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, the, you can, you can, uh, try to explain it to people. Uh, easiest way to say is that, uh, we don't drink alcohol to get drunk. We don't drink alcohol to have a good time. We don't drink it to enhance our feelings like normal people do. We drink it to change the way we feel about ourselves. That's what the alcohol does for it. Yeah. But it takes more and more of it every time to get that feeling. And if we could just get to that feeling of I'm okay, I fit in, I'm good enough. I'm six foot tall and bulletproof like everybody else. And I can sing, I can dance with the girls. I can do a good job at work. I, I you know, can be a good friend and play football and catch and all this stuff. I can do that. As long as I had the alcohol in me, right. I can't without it. And that, that is why we drink as an alcoholic. We're searching for feeling the fill a hole that is inside us, right in the center of our chest that we don't know what to fill it with. And then we surrender and let go of the alcohol and come to a spiritual awakening to know that we are all those things that we thought we could only get from the alcohol we just don't believe it yet and once we believe that then we've had a spiritual awakening that allows us to not have to take a drink again now i was looking at there's so many things it's not called uh, alcoholism anymore it's called alcohol use disorder and uh there's a pill that you take and 30 minutes later, you drink alcohol and it counteracts the effect of the alcohol. So you don't get drunk. You don't get feeling better about who you are. And you can you can drink and not have any worries. And I'm like, what is the world coming to now? I can't believe this. Well, it is, it, it is, you know, like our, our pension or our, our dis. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Everybody wants That's a quick, easy fix. Yeah. And life, 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 as the Tao expresses, is like, like being okay with what is. And if you drink and you're drunk, well, that's okay. And, and, you know, we also have to be okay with the fact that they have these pills. That's all right. We're not going to use them. 
We don't right. need to use them. Right. But but it's okay that it's out there because now people need more and more and more in order to get to a place where they can feel uncomfortable. And if they yeah. if they allow themselves to feel comfortable this much, imagine what it's going to the discomfort that they're going to have to go through on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they won't. Maybe they'll be able to take this pill and see that they love themselves and be able to grow. And I wish everybody the best in, in whatever they're doing, of course. Yeah, yeah. They got another new pill that it just it gives you an instant hangover. The minute you take one drink, you have one drink of alcohol, you <laughs> take the pill first, you have an instant hangover and you, you can't you know, when you got a hangover, you don't want to drink nothing. That's and true. I'm like, yeah. now that's comical. I like that one. I, that one yeah. I like. But, you know, it's just so many people that are looking for a quick cure, a quick fix. And sometimes, you know, the quickest fix is the long road where you have it to is. do some work. And it's not that long. Right. You can do, you know. you can do the steps. In the beginning of, of Alcoholics Anonymous, they used to take a newcomer in and do all the steps in the night and they'd come out and never take a drink again now you dropped off let's just finish this up if you can come back on just for a moment i do have kelly in line and i want to get to her um so we're going to bring bring william back and then we're going to get to kelly i wanted to just read this last section skillful in what she does the master achieves her goal and stops you know and that's an interesting thing to what we're talking about you know you achieve your goal What's your goal? Your goal is, isn't like maybe in AA it's to be sober, but really it's to love yourself so you don't have to want to drink. Right. And to pass it on. Yeah. And you're going to do that in your life. You don't necessarily have to stay in the rooms to be able to do that. Right, but right. that is how it has been pushed. But, but here, neither forcing nor manipulating further. You don't have to keep... You don't have to keep forcing your sobriety because your sobriety just happens. It just happens, yes. Once and you love yourself, is, that just happens. Yeah, she knows that dominating is, goes counter is. to the Tao. So you don't have to dominate anything. And whoever opposes Tao will certainly die early. And opposing Tao in this sense and opposing Tao and what it yeah. means here when we say you will certainly die early is that you will relapse. Yeah, yeah. And and see our our whole thing, you have to give away a hundred percent of what you get spiritually. You have to give it to someone else. And the best place to find an uh, alcoholic to talk to is uh, in an AA meeting. But there's other places. You know, sometimes uh, you can just uh, I'll give my name with a doctor at the hospital who handles the people who come in with addictions. And uh, if you have somebody that you know, really resistant to going to meetings or going into detox or treatment, give me a call and I'll come up and I'll talk to them and yeah. just tell them my story, what I did, how it happened to me. And if they decide that they, and most of the time I've never had anyone uh, say, okay, uh, I'm not going anyway. They go, well, I guess I could go to a, to a detox, a treatment center and see what, what might happen, you know? And, uh, that's something that, you know, the doctor couldn't convince him to do because he's not an alcoholic. He doesn't understand it. Now, right. he, he works with them. That's his job at the hospital is to evaluate them. But he, he still, he doesn't have that, that connection that, that, that you have when you meet someone who, uh, if you're missing a leg, my brother 
is missing a leg. When he meets another guy who's missing a leg, they're the only two who understands what the hell they're talking about. I don't understand what they're talking about. I'm, I'm, I got both my legs, so right. I don't yeah. know. And that's a, that's a, a unique thing is to find people with the similar situations and and uh, not problems, but because uh, nothing's a problem yeah, anymore. Nothing's a problem. You just, you just, you just take it's just, just take something that hasn't takes. been solved it's yet. Just, you know? Yeah, it's just you know, like ah, so here you are, here you are. You ain't got a leg. All right. Yeah, so they understand each other just like That's I understand right. another alcoholic, just like a mother understands another mother who's giving birth. I mean, I have no idea how that, what that is like. And no, I really and it's and it's, and it's not it's not for you, you know. And that's the right. thing. You don't have to like everybody has their own shit, and it's not for you. That's why this is all about like living and allowing other people to do what they do without it affecting your life. Like, yeah, and, and if it does affect your life, how are you else. going to deal with it? That's all. And, and, yeah, and without judging. Anyone. Right. There's no need to judge. The, I can't say, well, I'm better than you because I haven't had a drink in 30 years to another alcoholic who's only got right. 24 hours or 10 Yeah, years. because you might have 24 hours tomorrow. Right, right. You know, I have to keep doing the same things that I started doing in the beginning to keep what, what, what I got. You know, yeah. you keep doing what you're doing, you keep getting what you're getting, you That's know. Right. So if you're doing the wrong thing, you're going to keep getting the wrong thing. If you're doing the right thing, you'll keep getting the right thing. And uh, I don't make change for the sake of change. Uh, but I don't fight change because that's the one constant in the universe is that everything will change. Today's situation, today's problems, today's happiness and joys mm -hmm. are going to change eventually. Doesn't that's mean right. they're going to get worse. It doesn't mean they're going to get better, but they right. are going to change. They're going to change, to and that's in change. going that, and that goes with Tao, and you know, as this one states, you know, going counter to Tao, anyone who opposes Tao will certainly die early. So, if you, the more resistance you put up, the more resistance you're going to experience. Yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, Thank you so much. I got a couple people in line. All right, yeah, I know. Down, but, I got to go um, get that friend of mine arrived to the store too. You have a great and Kristen, game, I see you. If you can stick around, um, I would definitely. Um, oh, and she had to go. Oh, and Kristen, you're next. <laughs> I just got a message from from uh, from Kelly saying she had to go, uh, and so poopy. Good morning. Good morning. Well, that's How a are big you? poopy. That's yeah, a big poopy, it was, but it's. Yeah, <laughs> but it's definitely was, divine, right? Everything. Yeah, out. It, it, yeah, it must have been because she had to go, and so she did, and and she went just as I was getting to her. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and she sent me a little message saying she appreciated our enthusiasm. Oh. So, William, thank you so much once again, and uh, Kristen, how are you? Good. I'm actually on a walk, and I flipped on my phone, and I was like, "Oh my God, Martin John's on!" Like you know, because I miss you so many times. And yeah, I'm like, we, I, yeah, I'm going to join his queue. I'm going to see how many people he's got. And, so, and yeah, yeah. I, look at that. Like, I you're, know. You're, you're up. You're, you're up. Look Yay. At I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And I know you're, you're a part of the Fab Youth Talks, right? Yes. 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 
And congratulations. I'm glad. Yeah. Like I'm, 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 I'm excited to, uh, to see what you guys offer. Are you going to be able to make it? Would you come? Uh, no, I'm not going to be able to make it cause I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm traveling and other things, but uh, yeah, but yeah, there's, um, there, I, I think will, there's uh, live st streaming too. If people yeah, want to meet yeah, yeah. live streaming, I'm trying, but... to, trying to check some of those out. I mean, yeah, I, I, awesome. I, Someone was on. Someone was on. Uh, someone was on the Dow yesterday. I forget her name. Um, Tina, I believe. Yeah, Tina. Uh, yeah. She's the facilitator. She, what's that? She's the facilitator. She, yeah, she's the uh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hosting so, the so event. She, she came up, and um, and I don't think she and I ever connected before. Or I know she and I never connected before, so that was really nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, and she was talking about it. So. So, You'll like Tina. She's good people. Yeah. You'll drive with her. I yeah. Like good people. I like good yeah. people. So do um, I get to pick from your deck today? Yes. So that's oh, that's oh, all oh. I'm working with these days. So, really? Yeah. Oh my God, Martin John, that's so bitching. I love that. <laughs> but I was thinking that I was like, Yeah, I will be I will be releasing it, you know, like soon, but I want I'm making okay. notes and stuff that'll go along with the with the text and and why I you know why I uh, translated things in a certain way, and then uh, I'm doing watercolors for them, and I'll be oh. making an oracle deck so people can like do Dow of the day like oracle decks, so they'll be able That's to like, pull a card. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. So there's a, there's a lot kind of going on around all of this, but yeah, it's it's. Oh, I, mean, I, I love guess that, though. it's I been think... about it's been it's been October fifth. It'll be a year since my oh. first. Dow talk on wisdom. So, so this wow. is, this is really, and it's, it's really kind of because the Dow was a big part of my recovery. It's kind of taken, uh, like I'm, I'm talking about recovery a lot less and talking about Dow and this kind of stuff a lot more. It's just all been very natural and moving forward. So. And that's, what's cool about that whole journey, right? When we just let go and get on, just say, Hey, what's, what feels next? It's just this beautiful, lovely flow. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. the Dow. It's all, it's all, it's all just happening. And I just woke up one day and went, oh, I didn't realize the Dow kind of like, like, like edged out a lot of my recovery yes. stuff. So, yeah. So it was oh, nice. You know, like I'm, 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 I'm open to it. So, yes. so yes, a number okay. between one and between 81. one and 81. Yep. 74. 74. So this one is entitled, don't cut yourself. Ooh. People are not naturally afraid to die. It is what we are born to do. Fear of death is important if you want to rule over people. However, you must artificially instill this fear into their hearts. To accomplish this, mm. you kill as an example to control the masses. Since the beginning mm. of time, there has only been one executioner. Trying to take his place will lead to nothing good. As a novice, with a master carpenter's tools, you're going to cut yourself. Mm. That's beautiful. So I'm interpreting that, that it is fear that we are going to cut ourselves on. And it is the returning back to and applying the love back to it that we heal or correct whatever space that we've gotten our little silly asses in. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that what is, if I'm in, if I'm hearing it correctly, I don't know. You tell me. 
Yeah, no, no, no. There's no right or wrong. Like this is, you know, like words are words are always things that. Will you I, read I think it again, good. though? Because I I'm yeah, trying to soak it, it in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People are not naturally afraid to die. It is right. what we are born to do. Mm-hmm. Fear of death is important if you want to rule over people. However, you must artificially instill this fear into their hearts. To accomplish this, you kill as an example to control the masses. Since the beginning of time, there has been only one executioner. Trying to take its place will lead to nothing good. As a novice with a master carpenter's tool, you, will, you are going to cut yourself. Now, so when I read this, I look at this idea of afraid to die. And as in, in this big sense, not just dying physically, but right. dying, dying emotionally, dying, mm-hmm. um, dying to, um, to those things that influence you, right? Like, like anything that you are under the influence of, you are dying to, right? So if you're mm-hmm. under the influence of the idea that you have to have a job that earns a certain amount of money, or yes. you have to have a yep. certain kind of car, if you have, so, so people are not naturally afraid to die. People are not naturally afraid to not have something whether it's their life or a thing or or a a status or anything right people are not naturally afraid to not have something to lack in any way right like they that's okay like that that happens it is what we are born to do we are born to experience things and sometimes we are going to experience not having Maybe not having our life, maybe not having a job that other people want us to have or whatever. We, we're, just, we're just here absorbing this moment. Mm-hmm. So that's what this is sort of saying. This first line, I think, is saying people are not naturally afraid, maybe period. It is what we are born, like, not being afraid is, is like, that's not a natural state. Like, like it's, it's, being afraid is not a natural state. Right. Like, right. like being here present in this moment is like we want to survive. And I was talking to someone about this verse and like there's a di- big difference between wanting to survive and not wanting to die. And if you want to survive, you will live your life in a certain way. And if you do not want to die, you will live your life in a different way. And that is how this line reads to me. People are not naturally afraid to die. It is what we are born to do. Mm-hmm. Fear of death is important if you want to rule over people. However, you must artificially instill this fear into their hearts. Thoughts? Thoughts are, yes. I mean, uh, yes, absolutely. If we want to control, I talk, I have this sentence in my book somehow in, um, in you know, probably different wording, but I, the, the best way to control people is through fear. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. I believe that. I agree with that 100%. And... That is what the ego seeks to do with us, trying to keep us small. And the ego fears its own death, so it instills fear in us to keep itself alive and, and, and thriving, I guess is, is the only word that's coming to me. So I believe that when we came here, we were not afraid, right? We're just 100% pure, purely connected to our source. We just knew nothing other than that. And as the ego started to form and life started to happen, all these things is when that fear came in. And I think with what I'm interpreting this to say for, for Kristen is that it's not a healthy state, nor is it our natural state to be living in this crazy fear zone 
and the survival zone that many of us are living in. It's yeah. really natural for us to be connected to our spirit, but we're going to cut ourselves. We're going to fall. We're going to, you know, trip during this sometimes, which to me is that connection with ego and believing the rantings, right? Uh, but we don't have to because the natural state is happiness. I, I heard something the other day. I cannot remember. I think it was Greg's take. He's on here. Greg's take. He said, he read a quote from somebody, couldn't tell you who it was, it was a name I did, have never heard of, and it was uh, some other ethnic backgrounds, and I didn't write it down. But he said something to the effect of like that happiness is the natural state of humans. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's us that jacks it up. Yeah, and I would, I mean, I would, I would step back from happiness a little bit. You know, happiness is is still a judgment, right? Like there's like, and that's why we kind right, of right, like, right. It's, it's, but but yeah, I mean, depending on how we define that word, yes, like being is yes. our natural state, right? And so yes. so like we don't have to judge what what state we're in, right? Like that is the natural state, yes. and that's what this is really kind of addressing, right? Fear of death, fear of of death is important if you want to rule over people. And, and yeah. then we see this, like, to accomplish this, you kill as an example to control the masses. And we've seen that in religions. We've seen mm -hmm. that in our, in, our, in our government. We've seen that in the uh, economic system. We see that, you know, like, you, you put people on display that do not adhere, and you punish children that do not adhere, yeah. and you put children in the corner that do not adhere so that you can control the masses and all of that is is well you're only controlling them through fear and shame yeah shame right and right fear. right yeah, yeah yeah you know like when it comes to school being shamed right like the yeah fear of, there's a fear of of having to yes yeah do that so then um then we move into this last section since the beginning of time there has been one executioner trying to take this take its place will lead to nothing good and what that is is like there is only one like way of 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 experiencing something and that yes. is just through the natural course of experiencing it and even and and if you want to make a child feel shame because you want to control them you can instill that in them but that's not going to lead to anything good that's right oh You're not absolutely doing them a favor. You know, no. that you can you can you can uh, try and build an economic system around like making people like be a certain way. But but as we can see right now in time, like that's not going to lead to anything good. Absolutely. I agree with that. My girlfriend and I were talking about that once a while back and we said, how awesome is it that we did not did zero parenting through fear? Right. Because a lot of us, especially raised in the 70s, you know, a lot of we were parented through fear, mm -hmm. right? You know, this, you're going to whip your ass or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and yeah, I 100% agree with that, Martin John. And so once again, like as this one wraps up, as mm -hmm. a novice with a master carpenter's tool, you're going to cut yourself. And what that means is that, you know, if you parented through fear, mm -hmm. you will like you will raise children that will and and it will hurt you it'll hurt you that's right, right. that's what i'm saying it'll right come, it'll, it'll boomerang Be, right it's going yeah. to and that's just what what uh william uh black fox and i were talking about this idea yeah. that you know if you do anything out of with you know if, if you use violence it's going to rebound back to you
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Beautifully, beautiful, beautiful. Very well done. I'm so excited to get this. And I want the Oracle deck. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, it's going to pile up. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's good. Be, yeah. My, I have, I have tons of oracle decks. The other day, my daughter looks at these. I don't know. She's looked them every day for her life, and all of a sudden, she goes, "When did you get these?" Because she's sixteen. <laughs> and I go, "I've had these, honey." Oh, and she starts looking through them. I'm like, "Oracle decks are awesome, babe." I'm like, "They're just like these little quick reminders that give you a little boost of energy." And she's like, "Okay." So now she has one sitting on her um, nightstand. So I'm very into oracle decks and. I actually hope to make one of my own someday. That's in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and as I was doing the Dow, because Dow of the Day is so Oracle sort of related, yes. you know, um, and I've, I've, I've seen that at least, um, and as did so many people that have been up on this stage. But, um, but you know, like I, it just, it just came very naturally for me to be like, oh, I'm just going to do some sketching and then I'm going to write, make some watercolors and then we'll just pump out an oracle deck what the hell i just love that you're you're just flowing through inspiration and not trying to make because i don't feel ever that energy with you of pounding the pavement i feel i'm just yeah no i feel flowing and what sounds next kind of feel yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely that's how i've always been you know like and i think a lot of that you know like just that's because the Tao has been in my life for 20 years and, you know, Mm -hmm. my sobriety and so much of my life has just been, been in this space of flow. So. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, brother. I love you. I think I'm about getting close to time here. Yep. All right. Keep being you, bro. All right. Well, you, I'll talk to you You as well. Uh, We'll Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Uh, We got Lois and then Mary Kay. Uh, I would love to get you both on. Uh, so I'm going to start with Lois and see where we're at. And then we're going to go with Mary Kay. Lois, how you doing? Hey, Martin. How you doing? Uh, just, oh, just well. Oh, look at you. Nice and calm. When look I got at you. Up. Okay. No, What's I mean, I got woke up at three. And I yeah, me too. And I, I, I did my meditation and I did my little energy work and and then my ass said, go back to sleep. <laughs> yes. So I just woke back up again, refreshed Good. in the yard, looking at the grass and the, all the foliage. And it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. But that's, yeah. That's, so you know me, I like to chill. Okay, that, that's yeah. take a chill pill. But sometimes it's, I get to going and it's like, oh, like yesterday I was going to, it wasn't, I was relaxed, but my mind was going, and then I was like, you know what, I got to calm, calm it down, and then my niece asked me to go sing karaoke, and then I was like, mm, I don't know, think I want to, but then I said, well, maybe I should, because I'm not here that often, and then someone told me, he says, Lois, you, you know, you practice what you preach, just go and tell her that you, that you, that you just need to chill, yeah. and when I did that, everything that wasn't working at the time, because my phone wasn't even working acting right, I was calling the phone company and everything else, because it just wouldn't go on the internet. And then mm. all of a sudden, magically, I'm going to say magically, yeah, the phone cleared up and the internet was there, you know, it's like, but it was, you know, really I did, you know, like I internet. do that sometimes, like where I just, I, I take on just a little more than I want to. And I know that yeah. I don't want to take it on, but I take it on. And, and I was talking to Andy the other day and I had to apologize because I was just like, yeah, we can talk, but I really wasn't present. 
And then mm-hmm. I felt bad about it. And then I was like, look, I'm sorry, but I have to be able to speak up. And she was like, I want you to. And I was just like, yeah, yeah but it's not normal for me, right? It's not It's yeah. not how I have always acted. And I haven't always acted in the best way because I might just like, you know, I only got to, I only got to do three minutes. And so like, I'll take a call, but during the first three minutes of that call, I'm doing something else. And then it's like, all right, well, let me just call you back. And then I'm like, oh. I was being a dick. Yeah, I was being a dick. Mm-hmm. All I got to say is give me fucking five minutes and I'll give you a call back. There you know, it like, is. All I got to do is speak up. But sometimes I just don't do it because it's like I don't want to hurt someone's feelings or I don't want to. Do- and it's like, no, man, like I got to take my shit. Like it's there fine. It like, you know, like this person loves me. All people in my life love me. They ain't going to worry mm-hmm. about it if I'm taking care of myself. No, I'm not. Especially when you've been telling them to take care of themselves. Okay? Absolutely. What the hell? So like, like that's 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 an insult to them. Yes. Okay. It's like you tell me to take care of myself, and you ain't take care of yourself. Because I was yeah. thinking, if I go, I ain't gonna want to sing. But if I go, I'm gonna be expected to sing. And then there are people mm-hmm. that, that no, beat the like, DJ gonna, uh, every time I. Yeah, every time I come, the VJ, where's Luis? Is Luis in California? And then I, the VJ expect me to go up there and sing, and yeah. I'm thinking. I'm not in that mood. Then I would have to have a drink right. to feel like, and I'm like, I ain't about that right now. I just, yeah. I just, so I just went in and said, Hey, I'm good. I, I can't go right now. I said, I'm, I'm not. I can't go. I said, I don't feel like it. I just That's right. That's all you know? right. We, we don't want to do that. That's all. Yes. Uh, and I love I'm doing it. You know? and, but, yeah, but of I'm, course. I, when you love doing it, when it's right to do. There it is. There it is. You know. And yesterday was a was a, a vacate day. For my yes. head and my and my energy and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, if I didn't want to go, and then I didn't want to say yes, and then go half ass, because right, that's, and you know, like that was something irritate me. <laughs> right, I read something like that. You know, like, anything done half hearted is done cold hearted. Yes, exactly. Because you, you know, like if you anything, know, like just like me in that anything. phone call. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. If just like me in that phone call, if I like just because I was like, OK, yes, I can be present. And uh-huh. then I start doing something else that's half heartedly like being present. And yes. that is a cold hearted thing to do because I just told someone I would be present. Thank you. OK, it's like, no. And that's not the right way to go about it. I no. know better than Mm-mm. that. Now I just got to speak up. I got to learn how to speak up better. That's all. Amen. And then, that, and that was what it was. I didn't want, I didn't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But then I was like, wait a minute. Well, I'm, a, I'm gonna do that. Then I go out and I, get, and, and the minute somebody do something that I don't like, or I let a let yeah. a trigger come up because now I'm being like, a poopy pants out yeah. here with everybody else, ruin everybody's day. And I know what I did well that I wasn't in the mind state to go and be in public and 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 because I was in a more relaxed, introspective place, and I would have yeah. been there. Looking like I'm staring off in the space from them where, what's wrong with you? Nothing. What are you talking about? What's wrong with me? Nothing. You know, and all that kind of attitudinal stuff. But no, yeah. I, I preferred to stay home. And then when I decided, made that decision, everything that wasn't working at the time when I was trying to decide started to work. And I was like, look at you, God. Thank you. Yeah. Because, you yeah, know, absolutely. every time. That's why I was telling you, um, I, I was wanted your, your thing because I wanted, I have to hear what your, your, um, your program because I haven't listened yet. I bought it, but I didn't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's like yours yeah, for so, the life. So whatever, take your time. Yeah, man, it's because me. It's like 
Am I under the influence of my ego? Am I under the influence of pleasing somebody? Am I under the influence? Because I always think of that since I heard you say that that one time. Yeah. Now, and I haven't had the class, but I can almost. <laughs> get yeah, it no. It's, it's, I think it's, about it's that. Truth, I think man. about that. I think about that all the time. Wait a minute. When I'm saying this, yes. And do I really mean yes? Okay. <laughs> or do I really mean no? And I'm just trying to acquiesce. And I refuse to say yes when I mean no anymore. You Good. know, I just don't yeah. do it. I just, yeah, you know, I gotta, and yeah, it's yeah. uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but shit. Okay. But anyway, yeah. the number that popped up for me today, this morning, is either 44 or 49. And I'm going to let you choose which one. All right. Well, let me look. 44. Uh, I'm going to pick 49. Okay. 49. 49 is entitled Illusion of Separateness. The master has freed herself from separateness. She opens herself to receive from all beings. When she encounters sincerity, she responds in kind. In the face of duplicity, she, her sincerity remains. When she encounters goodness, she responds in kind. In the face of evil, her goodness remains. Why should she change for the manifestation? Amen. She knows the manifestation is an illusion of separateness. Beyond that, there is only one. Yes, I love that. I love that. Oh, my God. Because the thing is, you can be you regardless of how anything is going, with the way anything looks, how anything is. Because, like I said, if I'm having a problem with somebody, I can be stay calm because I know that we're, to, we're, we, we're connected. And whatever they're feeling and they projected to me is something that I'm feeling on the inside somewhere. And it's up to me to stay calm and figure that shit out. It's not for me to re to respond in like kind of, ah, I got it, ah, because you did, ah. You know, I mean, you can be screaming your head off. I'm like, I told you, I think I told you before, I'm like the little kid on the plate swinging on the swing while the infernal building is burning up behind me. Because, one, I can't do anything about that infernal building. But I can sit there and be at peace and pray and just stay in my in my in my safe zone in that in that place where I just am, where I'm not judging. Oh my God, the person, oh my God, oh my God. That reactive stuff. I had to quit that long time ago. That's probably what's probably had high blood pressure because I was so reactive to everything. And now blood pressure is just fine. I'm chill. Okay, I'll let it let it go. You know, now if I feel something about it, I'll send a prayer that way. But I'm not gonna let go of the me just being. And just because somebody's mean to me, don't mean I have to be mean to them. Or somebody holler at me, don't mean I have to holler at them. And a matter of fact, when people are hollering at me, I get more quiet. You know, and then yeah. then I then I respond to why why aren't you mad? Because I I don't have an issue with this. You know, I'm good. You go ahead and you, I feel like you got to say something. Go ahead and say what you got to say. And like I said, I've been in a situation where they're screaming at me at the top of the head, blaming me for stuff. And I'm, and I'm listening and I'm thinking, is that mine? No. Okay, you can listen to this. Because if it ain't yours, you can listen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if it ain't yours, you can listen. And you don't have to be affected by whatever it is that you assume may be happening in front of you or to you or through you or whatever. You just can be at peace no matter what. And that's where I am. I mean, and, and no matter whether things are going, quote, unquote, good or bad, I still have my joy. 
okay? Everything didn't go as like I wanted it yesterday, because especially with the phone not going on the internet, VPN taking the thing out, it was it was a mess. Phone company decides they can't do nothing about it, call tomorrow. And I'm thinking, okay, let me Google it, and then Google wouldn't work on the other page. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just going to stay at peace. What are you trying to tell me? And the thing was, you don't feel like going. Yeah. <laughs> just say you don't feel. So when I said I don't feel like going, I come back outside, turn on the phone, and, and, and was just going to listen to music because music was playing, and I can talk on the phone, but like I said, no internet. And as soon as I turn the phone on, all of a sudden the damn app pops up. I'm thinking, okay, well. And then I realized that I was I was feeling something that was not was not normal for me. But but the whole thing is is that I was at peace with it, and I didn't have to change my attitude just because the phone was going crazy and wonky and and yelling. Because I can remember a day when that phone would have been wonky. I'm, what the hell's wrong with this? I'm supposed to have internet. I pay for internet. Why don't I have the internet? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Shh, I ain't finna trip. Okay, I'm putting yeah, this down yeah. and I'm gonna leave it. So so it's like when you can keep your head. And this will be the if point by Roger Kipling. If you keep your head with all about, I mean, when other people are blaming you, if you can, if you can trust yourself and all men doubt you, if you can, you know what I mean? You're a master of your fate and a captain of your soul. When you can just stay, stay you, no matter what, what else is happening. Learn that I can stay a loving, giving being, even when all hell is breaking loose, even when I'm being blamed for shit, even when the stuff is falling down all over me, you know? I can still have joy, and that's in this part. And I say this, you know, having my daughter being gone, having this, and then today I received a beautiful message from one of her friends um, that he didn't see one of the messages I sent him last year um, after she had passed away. And when he read the message, he, I guess he got back to me, and it was just so beautiful because he talked about how she was, and then he talked about his father just passing, and and how he was messaged after his father passed because what I said in the message helped him. And I'm thinking, well, he heard the read the message when he exactly when he was supposed to, you know. Yes. So yes. I didn't have any. any it was like, oh, no thing. Don't worry about it, Drew. I got. I see you, you know. And I see. And you know, and that and that, that relates so much. That relates so much to that when she when she encounters sincerity, she responds in kind. In the face of duplicity, her sincerity remains. And that's the thing, like, she, the master, understands that if she's finding something that's duplicitous, or if she finds, sees something that's evil, because the next line mm -hmm. is, when she encounters goodness, she responds in kind. In the face of evil, her goodness remains. You know, and that's the thing, like, just like you sending that message, and you're like, well, he didn't listen to it, he didn't respond, like, if you lost your patience, you would have been like, hey, what's up? But you know, like being like, you know, moving mm -hmm. towards being a master, you know that it's going to happen in its time and you don't have to force it. So your goodness remains, your sincerity remains in the face of that. And then mm -hmm. this one wraps up. Why should she change for the manifestation? She knows the manifestation is an illusion of separateness. Beyond that, yeah. there is only one. You know that there is only one and that you're connected to all of those things and that you're, you're, you're here, present with that. And, and, that is, and, with, and that's beautiful. And with that, also, the fact that it's been over a year since Brianna left and his father just left, 
I was able to be there for him in a way that he probably didn't even realize I was going to be there because I've gone through the going, I am, I've went through most of the hard part of the healing process, quote unquote hard. Okay. The, the, uh, and now I'm at this place where I can be there for him during this time. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like yeah. it, that mess, he, he read it and responded when he needed to. And then when it would be best for him, it wasn't necessarily, I can't say it wasn't best for me because I needed that today. I needed to hear that because yesterday I sat here on this back porch and I was thinking the last time I was sitting on the back porch and I talked to her, she was teaching us a painting. She was, she was teaching us how to paint on um, video. I mean, on a, what you call it? FaceTime because she was sick. She was sick and she had already, she had just got COVID and it was my sister's birthday and she was teaching us and we painted a tree with a swing, a tire swing on it. And I was sitting back here thinking that and I thought, Oh my goodness, I miss you, Bree. And I can feel a tear roll from my eye and I just said, But I can feel you here and just then I felt the hug. And then a few minutes a little while later I get the message from yeah. Bree. I mean from him talking about Bree, keeping her memory alive and that love and and to me, that was like a warm hug again, other than the one I can, when I said, oh, I feel you. Thank you. That was even more so because I didn't send that hug to me. I know I asked for the hug I got, but that one came organically, you know? So yeah. to me, it was like, it was all, what is it? Syn- syn- whatever. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lois, thank you so much. I do have a couple of people in line, so I'm going to go ahead. We're going to see if Kelly's back. Um, and then, uh, and are you here? Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you came back. I'm glad you came back. Mary thank Kay, you. I know you've been in the queue. Uh, Kelly was in line and then had to dip out, but she's back. And um, yeah, so. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. How, how's how's the preschool? <gasps> right. <laughs> it's good. It's just me and Eden today. Who he turned seven months a couple of days ago. Can you believe that? Oh wow! Yeah, I know. Seven months. Yeah. They, they grow up so fast. They do. Yeah. So she had to go into work, and so we are hanging out together. Okay. Well, yeah. what is what is what is what does Eden think about the the number system? Um. He's still puzzling it out. Okay. Know. Okay. He's, he's working on number one right now in his little mouth with his finger. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, how about I was I was gonna go with seventeen. Yeah. Then I was like, maybe twenty-four. Yeah. Then I. So yeah, oh. seventeen for sure. Seventeen. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Eden seems to like seventeen. Okay, this one's titled "Of Masters and Leaders." In the time of great masters, there were no leaders. Then, those whom the people loved led the way. After having created the position, the people feared their leaders. Then they despised them. Having created leaders, their faith in Tao was diminished. Having become a leader, his trust in the people was diminished. When there are great masters, there are no leaders. She works day and night and says nothing about it. When the work is done, the people say, amazing. We did it all by ourselves. So wow. I know as soon as I started reading, that Eden had a lot to say. Yeah. But gosh, those lines. And I actually, that last one is hard to 
to swallow, which is interesting, I think. But definitely, you know, in the middle there, um, the the when the master loses trust in the or the leader loses trust in the people. So the people lose trust in the leader. Yeah. And I think, gosh, that's that's true, isn't it? Like, I mean, when you find yourself in that place of leadership, you have when you know, yeah. I mean, just I can just see it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. That was kind of yeah. like a profound truth, which they always are in this. But. Yeah, you know, and that's it's interesting that comes after the dissolution of of so many things, right? In the time of masters, there are there were no leaders, like there. there that means there were no leaders, and people were just oh. roaming about doing what they needed to do because there were great masters about. Yeah. In the time of the great masters, there were no leaders. You didn't need them. Then those whom the people loved led the way. And all of a sudden, the people loved people, and they led the way because the people loved them. And that is interesting. Like, how did that even come about? But right. Well, we trust somebody, right? Someone has something, and it's like you know, like in the group, in the in the group of your friends or whatever that happens. It's like, oh, we love this guy the most, and so mm. we're going to ask that person for advice, and then that's going to accidentally create the position of leaders. After having created the position, the people feared their leaders, then they despised them. And that's like, you know, like you're all four or five years old, you're in a group of kids and everybody's happy, but then we start to lean towards one person and then they're the leader and they start dictating how things are going to go. And then all of a sudden you're afraid of being kicked out of the group and then the group hates that person. Yes. That is so true. And because my, my youngest, she finds herself in that position and then she's devastated when she's not, but she also has this pressure of being, being the one who thinks of the games every recess. It's like a weird, so then she starts getting resentful, but then she's upset when it goes away. It's like this weird looking at the children. And then there's these next two lines, which you, you, which you addressed really well. And that's what causes this, right? Having created leaders, their faith in Tao was diminished because instead of trusting themselves and trusting the Tao within them, they're moving towards their leaders and they're asking their leaders because they loved them, because they loved these people, these, these, these individuals, we, we give them that position, having created leaders. We created leaders by loving somebody and asking them to solve our problems for us. You know, and th- what that does too is we, it's, it's a reminder like to see everybody. Yes. So many times there's like people are just looking for like the, what the person on the stage and they're not seeing the people around them or the person on the stage is looking over the heads of everyone and yeah. seeing who can benefit the most them the most to know instead of seeing the value in every person equally. Right. And that's when you lose faith in Tao, right? Because mm-hmm. Tao is taking you to that thing. Why are you Why are you doubting that Tao is going to bring you to the best person? Yeah. Why do you think you have to control that? And then the other side of the coin, having become a leader, having been someone that the people loved and then started to, you know, take on more responsibility and like your daughter, right? Like, oh, I like this. This is nice. You lose trust in the people yeah she totally did it's a it's an actual real example like every recess she she had to think of the games and so they played like chickens and then they played something else and they and they would play it and then she started pairing kids up together to play a recess right literally like 
the beginning of the school year, but also last year. And she's in fourth grade now. And she started to feel this weight of responsibility. And then she was upset that everybody wasn't wanting to do it. But she was like, but I, they want me to do it, mom. Like it was such a strange yeah. exact example of this very thing. And she felt like everybody liked each other more than her then. And she felt separated. And she thought she was just in service. It's amazing, actually. Yeah. When there yeah. are, and then it continues, when there are great masters, there are no leaders. Mm-hmm. She works day and night and says nothing about it. When the mm. work is done, the people say, amazing. We did it all by ourselves. I think the key to that line is that when there are great masters, like when everybody is being a master, because it's yes. easy to take that and make it personal, as in one person feels the weight of everyone in like a self-sacrifice position. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Number 17 of masters and leaders. There are differences there. You know, and the master sees everybody as a master and a leader sees themselves as a leader. Master is interesting word, right? Because it's like, you're not the you're not a master if you call yourself a master. It's like you, you're right. constantly on the quest, yet the definition of master is somebody, like an expert, but it's really not. It's more right. the mastery of knowing awareness of oneself and then being like in balance with all. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's And that's how it all sort of unfolds, you know, and then here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> the book of awareness moments. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, that was that was that was very good. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on because I got Mary yes. Kay and Alicia in line. So you uh, you enjoy your day with Eden and uh, Eden. Keep keep it up, man. You'll pick a number soon. Thank <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you. Bye bye. We're going to Mary Kay. Hey, Mary. Thank you for being so patient. Hello, dear. Martin, what How an amazing you? gift I got yesterday. <laughs> What's that? Oh, my God. My notebook from FIT. I did work on the first fabrics, synthetic fabrics, and I have proof wool fiber to fabric science. I never thought. What I thought was, uh, I was, my mom found my diploma. That's what she said. Uh -huh. But what I got was, Jesus Christ, my notebook from FIT. I never even knew that it was a state university, whatever that means. And there's, oh. a, word, there's a word that I wrote, my God, textile science, my name, textile design department, X2. Extrusion. What the hell is this word? And I did work for the Board of Education. Shit's Creek. <laughs> Who cares about a diploma? I got a notebook. Wow. I, I got a, this is my book that I wrote. Yeah, right. And I am ethnic. What's her name? Kristen Brown. We're all yeah. ethnic. I love you, sister. Distinguish between. Oh, my something lace, Lever's lace. 
wow, wool. I worked on the first synthetic wool. And yeah. it's in an envelope. Wait, shit. Hold on. <laughs> I okay, Mary. But let's 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 get a number and see how we can wrap this all up. I'm picking number thirteen. That's my number. number. That's your number. Lucky number thirteen. Yes. So this is interesting. This one's entitled "Finding Equality at the Extremes," and here you are in an extreme. You just got this notebook. I just opened the white envelope. And here it is. And and this is interesting. That's the finding equality at the extremes to succeed and to fail are equally undesirable creation and destruction are equally present within us and here you are talking about creation what do i mean by to succeed and to fail are equally undesirable the more you success you have the more you protect it by hiding failure the more you associate with failure the more you embody it when neither success nor failure is identified as the destination, being becomes the objective. What do I mean by creation and destruction are equally present within us? Yes. Having a body and a mind with which I identify gets me involved in the manifestation. The manifestation convinces me of my actions. And so naming them, I both create and destroy, yes. neither of which are unique. Hold on, Martin. Yes. This morning, my sister texts me, woman's wellness in my town. I was going to respond, women's destruction. Yes, um, look at you. I this swear is right God, in line. I, I this swear. Is right in line. And I picked it, number 13. To see yourself, it wraps up, to see yourself with indifference, you will have faith in all things. To see the world with indifference, you will be able to care for all things. And that's where it ends. So, you know, I, this one is interesting to me as we talk because to succeed and to fail are equally undesirable, create and destroy are equally present within us. And then we have this end to see yourself with indifference, right? Like to see your life, whether you succeed or fail with indifference, then you can have faith and no matter what is happening, you know, we were talking just a moment ago with Kelly about this idea yeah. that having that idea of where it's supposed to go will get us in the way of ourselves. To see the world with indifference, you will be able to care for it all, for all of the world, because you can create and destroy and knowing yes. that it's within each and every one of us to do both of those things. Uh, by the way, I broke my nose last night. You broke your nose? Yes. What are you, are you, are you, did you, were, you, were you out last night? No, I was not. I, okay. We were bringing something because I'm going to be studying again, whatever that means. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, you, you're, you're a studier. I mean, yeah. so, uh, uh, so my sister gives me this uh, fi metal filing thing that you put on a wall. It's metal. So I decide to clean it and dry it outside which I did in her house. Of course, we get into an argument over the notebook, my book, and uh, she wheels with the truck. And I'm like, what the fuck? My stuff is in there, especially, I was in a hospital yesterday. Not, uh, wait, wait a minute. Why, why is your life like this? <laughs> it's the story of life. It's the story of my life. So, uh, and, uh, you know, the sons are calling and this and everything is good. And, 
and she fucking drives away. I'm banging on the truck, like running after the truck. <laughs> fucking and Mary. Fucking Mary. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. She finally stops. She's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, yeah, sis. My stuff are in the back. She goes, oh, my God. And she stops. I take it out. I put it in uh, outside my door. So, and then I forget about it because I'm tired. I had a full day. And, yeah, uh, like and then as I'm bringing it in, I freaking hit the wall. You, you, like, uh, because there was no lights. Yeah, uh, I had to turn on the lights. Yeah. So I had <laughs> blood all over my uh, living room in the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll get over it. You know, it's not the first time. I don't need emergency care. So uh, it stopped, but it was a lot of blood. It's good to let it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, let that, let let it flow, let it flow. Yeah. So so this one is you know like, you know it's also nice that you're you're like, you know, as we as we look at this, you know like it is you know like the more you associate with the more the more success you have, the more you protect it by hiding failure. All of that I don't think really kind of matters. I think it's that this first and last sections right to succeed and to fail are equally undesirable. We understand that. To cre the, the creation and destruction are equally present within us. We understand that. And then to see yourself, that's the succeeding and failure part. Um, with indifference, you will have faith in all things. And you'll have faith in what is. Even even the fact yeah. that you have a broken nose. Even the fact that you're oh, in the hospital. All of that, you can have faith in the fact that those are taking you where you need to go. And then to see the world with indifference, which means that when you see creation and when you see destruction, you can see it with indifference and you will be able to care for all things no matter what is no matter what comes and, and i think that that's a that's a beautiful way of wrapping it up it is beautiful and 13 is my lucky number lucky number 13 i always said that to the judge that's and all like, <laughs> and uh and uh but uh it's uh, between a failure failure and success or vice versa you meet and you become a part of so many lives. Yes. Send them equally. Yes. And there is no losers and winners. That's right. Because the that, loser see. will. And guess what, Martin? As I walked into the house, she's like, oh shit. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? And she's looking at her phone and she's like, is this fraud? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just walked into your house. She's like, this is fraud. And I'm like, what? She just got a job as an analyst from California. And guess who? An attorney that I freaking met. It was oh, yeah. And encounter. And I'm like, Give me, show me the picture. And she's like, how do you know these people? I'm like, you know, because you sit in your house and I go out. That's right. And I say hello. It's there's indifference. You know, I like just just see it with indifference, and then and I'm and, like, I know you this can woman. care for all things. I know this woman, and she's like, "How do you know?" I I said, "I don't know her personally. I just like, you know, happened to say hello to her." Yeah. In the park or in a restaurant and all this, you know, and mm. uh, she's like, "It's fraud." I'm like, "Take a risk, sis." Take a risk. Take a risk. Fraud is fraud. We're all fraudulent and we're all, you know, doing <laughs> That's and, beautiful. And her husband comes in. He's like, reading. I'm like, why are you reading? 
just take it. That's what I say do. Less, say yes, right? Just say yes. So if it's a fraud, it'll be worked out. Yeah, you know? it always gets worked fraud, out. She got a job as I walked in and my mom says, Mary always brings good luck. Yes. Take a risk. That's beautiful. Take a risk. Take a risk. For Mary it's Cara. It's not about me. It's not about me. No. It's about taking risks and taking, not everything is fraud. We're no. all coming in truth. And if it is, so what? She was a banker. She knows how to handle it. Yeah, you'll handle it. Yeah. All right, Mary. I'm going to be wrapping I up. Love I'm going to let so you go. Much. I love you. Uh, I hope you too. have a great day. We'll talk I got to fix my nose now. Yeah, fix your nose. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, thank you guys so much for joining me on Dow of the Day. I appreciate everything. Um, I am calling it, so no bore. I'm not going to take any more guests. But um, if you benefit from the work I do, definitely keep an eye for out from me. Uh, weekday morning Central Time here on Wisdom to talk about the Dow of the Day, where you pick a number and then I read your Dow and we go through it together. Uh, we went through quite a few numbers today, seven or eight. Jesus, that's a lot. And um, and I'm looking forward to talking with you about the Dow. If you benefit from the work that I do, definitely check me out on um, on in my profile. You can get links to my website, martinjohn.com, where you can donate a little tip to me, or you can uh, send me a little Venmo tip at martinjohn underscore Garcia on Venmo. Thank you so much once again for joining me for Dow of the Day. And until next time, keep recovering yourself.